Hello, I'm Miranda Hennessy, and you can follow me on Twitter at Miranda Hennessy or online on my website, MirandaHennessy.com, or you can follow my sketch group at Hennessy Friends, spelt like the drink with no E on the end. Um, or you can watch us on stage at the Leicester Square Theatre on the 4th of October at 9pm in our Edinburgh show, Hennessy and Friends, A History of Violence. So Miranda, how did you get into comedy? Uh, well, I started off by doing stand-up at uni. Uh, it was part of our course um, and I was really nervous about it. Um, but I got up there and did it and just absolutely loved it and found out that I was really good at it. So that was a bit of a shock. <laughs> um, so I just started doing more gigs at uni and then after I left uni, I carried on doing it. Um, and then I took a break for a while, I went to drama school and did the whole serious acting thing. Um, and then did a film in Iceland about whale watching massacres. It was a horror film. <laughs> um, and then I came back and was like, oh, what shall I do now? The acting stuff isn't really kicking off. Oh, I'll go back and try some more comedy. Um, and then a guy that I met at drama school, Will Hartley, was uh, starting a sketch group called Clever Peter, who are doing very well now. Um, and he asked me if I wanted to join in. So I did. I did that for a few months. Um, and that was great. Actually, no, hang on, I'm getting completely confused about my own history here. That was before I went to Iceland. So I did that for a few months. Then I went to Iceland. Then I came back and was like, yeah, then I decided to try my own sketches. So I just did a few gigs to see how it went and just absolutely loved it. Um, and then I got two of my friends involved, David Seymour, Stephen Chaplin, who I went to drama school with and said, hey, do you want to come and do some gigs with me just to see how it goes and yeah we just got on really well and that's how it all started basically. <laughs> so when you did your first gig was that in front of a class or was that like as a proper gig? Um, my first ever stand-up comedy gig was actually an exam as well <laughs> so it was pretty hardcore it was like doubly scary um, so it was at a professional venue for a start it was at the King's Head in um Crouch End, downstairs at the King's Head. Um, but it was lovely because I did have a load of friends in the audience. So that was really nice. Um, and yeah, I got assessed on it as part of my degree. So <laughs> it was quite nerve wracking, but I, I did really enjoy it. And I'd put in like so much work into a really short amount of time. So yeah, it went really well. Was it, was it a five minute set? Um, I think it was like seven minutes or something like that. Yeah. And so what were you assessed on? What was the criteria for stand up? Um, I don't know, it's a bit of a weird thing. How can you really examine someone on how funny they are? <laughs> it sort of depends on the audience, doesn't it? But um, I don't know, I guess we'd studied a lot of comedians over the year and there's a lot of that sort of science behind joke telling or whatever that we did a lot, which I don't know, some of it's useful, some of it's not. But I guess just in terms of what you'd put together as a set and how the audience responded, I suppose. I, I don't really know how they assessed it, to be honest, I'm just guessing. But um, I did do quite well, so I obviously, I don't know, took on board whatever they tried to teach us. <laughs> and apart from performing stand-up, you've performed sketch comedy. So how do you find performing the different genres compares? Um, I much prefer doing the sketch comedy, if I'm honest. Um, I found the sort of performing on your own, doing stand-up, very nerve-wracking. And although I did love love it when I was on stage and the high after after doing a good performance and the audience laughing and everything, I just found the nerves way too much. But I think that's because I was trying to play myself and I don't really like doing that, playing myself on stage. I'm much more at home being a character, being somebody else. Um, and that's where the sort of sketch comedy comes in. But I would like to try character comedy. 
but sort of if I was going to do solo stuff again which I, I probably will in the future I think that's where I'd go with it but I just I love the sketch thing because you're you're there on stage with people that you know so well and you're you've worked with for so long and it's just you're having such a great time on stage as well as the audience and the audience are having a great time because you're having a great time and although there is sort of a script if you like it's different every time you can play off each other and every single every single night is different so I just absolutely enjoy it I love it so how do you go about writing your material um I don't know it's you can't really well I can't really sit down and go right I'm going to write a sketch now I have to sort of I have an idea when I'm just about my daily life and then I'll write it down and once you've had the idea that's probably the hardest part if you've already got an idea for a sketch it's very easy to sit down and then write it um, so yeah, I think just different things that happen to me sort of will spark, or if I read something or, or, or overhear like a little conversation on the tube or something that will spark an idea in my head and I'll quickly like write it down, um, and then go back to it later and write it into a proper sketch. But then you never know if it's going to work or not until you get it in front of an audience. So, so did you find that you got more hecklers when you're performing stand up or with sketch comedy? Oh, I don't know. I haven't had that many hecklers. I don't know why. Um, it's only happened like one or two times. And I think that alcohol's been involved both times. I don't know. Maybe think maybe people think I look too nice to heckle. I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I had one when we were doing the sketch up in Edinburgh. Um, but he was definitely drunk and incoherent. So we just sort of ignored him. Um, and I've never had any as a stand-up, I don't think. No. And what what did the drunk guy in Edinburgh do? Um, I was singing a song to him and he tried to sing back, but <laughs> completely just not even, yeah, it was awful. <laughs> so we just laughed at him. <laughs> so so you never were heckled when you were doing stand-up? I don't think, I don't remember being heckled, no, unless I've just blanked out because it was so horrific. But um, I'd never get into a sort of heated argument with anyone or try and, you know, answer, but, well, I would answer back, but I'd always try and be nice and polite about it, I think. I think that's the best way to deal with it. Don't. There's no point in trying to square up to someone if they've decided they're going to be nasty to you. And do you find that the kind of audiences that were coming to see you um, when you're performing stand-up, as opposed to the kind of audiences that came to see you when you did sketch comedy, were they different? Yes, I think they're more judgmental when you're a stand-up, actually. I think they're sort of, they expect you to... Yeah, they're more willing to let you get away with things when you're a sort of sketch act and you look like you're sort of just friends having fun and yeah, they expect a lot more from you as a stand up, I think. And and also there's another thing that if you're doing a stand up if there's a stand up night and you're a sketch act on, that can be quite difficult as well because they're expecting a certain thing and you give them something completely different and they don't really like it or don't respond to it as well. So there's sort of ups and downs for both, I think. And you've also done a lot of acting and dancing and music, as you were saying as well, that you were singing to the member of the audience uh, in a few uh, sketches. Well, <laughs> so is there um, a performance medium that you prefer the most? Oh, well, I love all sorts of acting and performing. Um, the singing, I'm not so good at, so I'll probably leave that one. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've done a lot of dancing in the past. I did sort of ballet and all that business and I played the violin and piano. Um, but comedy is definitely where I feel at home whether it's doing my own comedy or in a play or whatever but I'd love to do um some drama as well definitely um whether on screen or or on the stage I just want basically I want to try everything <laughs> and did you find that having trained as an actor was helpful when performing comedy oh yes massively um 
I think you can really tell when you watch our show that that the three of us are actors because we you know I think I think that comes across in the performance some comics I think have written brilliant material but don't always get the most out of it because they don't perform it as well as they could um but I think yeah we well <laughs> this sounds very big-headed but I think we've got good material and we perform it to its full effect so I think that really shows and you've performed live but you've also performed for tv and film do you find it easier performing on stage or for screen um i I find it easier performing on stage, definitely, because you can you you've got your audience right there. You know how they're responding to it, and you can alter your performance depending on that. And also, you have one hundred percent control over the show, of, over your performance and what's happening on stage. Whereas things I've I do for screen, you know, I I go there and I can put as much effort in as I I possibly can, do do the best job that I can. But at the end of the day, I have no idea what's going to end up on the screen. I just sort of feel very very like it's not in my control not in my power you know but um I still I still love it and it's great I love all of it <laughs> and and this year you're performing at the Edinburgh Festival um and the show that's coming to the Leicester Square Theatre soon yeah. so how was your experience of the Edinburgh Festival this year um well it was my first ever show at the Edinburgh Festival um and I was quite apprehensive I worked really hard before getting there I was very stressed about the whole thing and then when I got there it was the most enormous fun ever I just had the best month and um just I think performing the show every day and watching it change and the different audiences we had come in I just absolutely loved it and even the flyering even though it's horrible (laughs) you're out there in the in the rain and everything just the fact that you can talk to people and then you see them in the audience and then you see them after the show and they come up to you and they talk to you and say how much they enjoyed it. That was just such an amazing experience. So just loved it. Yeah. And was it hard performing the same show every day for a month? No, because we didn't. <laughs> it was it was very different every day. Um, and that's what's brilliant about the live performance, really. Um, and I, I just think the show just got better, really. I mean, we had it in a really good place before we went to Edinburgh. And then after the first show, we instantly saw things that weren't working and, and we sort of changed them, tightened things up a bit. Um, and then by the second or third show, it was really a show that I was really, really proud of. And then we could just have fun with it and enjoy it. And we'd throw different things in there each night. And yeah, just basically have fun with it. <laughs> and what advice would you give to anyone thinking of taking a show up to the Edinburgh Festival? Um, stop thinking about it and do it because I did think about it for a few years before and I should have just gone and done it and I think I I didn't do the free fringe and um, I I think because it had a bit of a stigma attached to it and I I was really proud of the show and I was like oh I want to get the most audiences I want to get the most out of this so I'll pay all this money out and go to a really big venue but actually I saw some fantastic shows on the free fringe and I I definitely think about doing that next year I think because it's so expensive and I don't think you need to spend all that money to have a great Edinburgh. So that would be my advice. Do it and think about Free Fringe, seriously. <laughs> and so the show that you were performing in Edinburgh was Hennessy and Friends, A History of Violence. Yeah. For people thinking about coming to see you at the Leicester Square Theatre, what can they expect from your show? Okay, the big sell. Right, so it's a, a violent whirlwind of very silly, big sketches and characters with a dark Hennessy twist. <laughs> How does that sound? Sounds brilliant. Entertaining. Um, yeah, it's ve- it's very silly, but there is definitely a, a dark undertone to a lot of the sketches. Something that I didn't really realise until we'd been gigging for a while and people started to point it out. And I was like, really? What do you mean? In fact, so much to the point where I was reading a review up in Edinburgh and um, it said, 
uh, when you when a, a mid-afternoon sketch show starts with an anal rape scene, and I was thinking, what are they talking? An anal rape scene? I've got no idea what they're on about. And then it's because I do this sketch with a finger puppet. And yes, he does go up somebody's bottom at one point. But the, the term anal rape had never entered my mind. And I never really saw it as that. It was just a silly joke to me. And yeah, so I suppose it is actually quite dark. But I just don't realise it. I don't see it as dark. Did you find that there was a lot of differentiation between the way reviewers were perceiving your show? Yes, definitely. Um, Some people would pick out certain sketches that they loved and then they would be the same sketches that someone else would say they hated or they didn't think worked. Um, and similarly, um, audiences reacted completely differently each night. So I think like, after we did our first couple of shows, we thought about changing things that weren't working. But then I think you've got to be true to yourself and do the show that you've written and that you want to do because, yes, some not everyone's going to like everything. Um and a sketch that some one person doesn't like, another person might love. So, yeah, obviously, if you're doing something and it, it's just getting no laughs at all every night, yeah, obviously, cut it. But I think just because one reviewer says a bad thing about one joke, don't cut it if other people are laughing at it. Would you advise people to read their reviews? Um, I think everyone's different. It's the same thing about do people want to know when they have reviewers in? I, I'm a bit of a control freak, so I want to know if there's somebody in. Um, but other people react differently to it. They might get, they might not want to know because they're worried it might change their performance or they'll get too nervous about it. But yeah, I, I like to know what people think about the show straight away. And, and if we've got somebody in, I want to know because yeah, I, I, I don't suffer in a negative way from nerves. I think I suffer in a positive way. So, well, suffer. <laughs> I think they have a pos- positive effect on me. So, yeah. Would you say that that's then a disadvantage of doing the free fringe? Because whereas with ticketed venues, you can always see who's bought the ticket or who's coming in. Whereas with free fringe, you'll you'll never know. Maybe, yeah. I mean, I hadn't thought of that. Yes, I suppose that is a... I think think the whole press thing, though, it's down to whether you have a press rep, I think, as to whether you know if anyone's coming or not beforehand. For the free fringe... No, I mean on the on the paid fringe. Like we did read our, we were anxious to read our reviews and see what people thought of the show, but we weren't gearing the show in Edinburgh towards getting good reviews. That wasn't what it was about. And I think people should always bear that in mind. Like keep the main task in mind that you're just want to, you just want to um, entertain your audience, make them laugh. That's the the main priority, and that's what we always did. We concentrated on making the audience laugh. And I think if you did free fringe. And you did a good show. I mean, the, sh- the show being a good show, that's that's the most important thing. Make your audience laugh. And then also that you can have big, much bigger audiences on the free fringe as well than, than we had. And then if people are talking about your show and it's a good show, you're going to get reviewers in. So you don't need to worry about that. I, I mean, I'm speaking about this and I've never done it, so I don't know. But that's what I think. <laughs> especially with the power of word of mouth in Edinburgh. Absolutely. I mean, it just flies. Every, if someone, especially with Twitter. Somebody says a, good, a show's good and that's it. Everyone goes and watches it. So. Yeah. And it's like as Pappies were saying when they did Humor Me that the that you should do a show that you love and that you're proud of and that if you do that and focus on doing that then that's the most important thing instead of trying to get reviewers in. Absolutely, I would agree with that. I mean, especially because you've got to do it every day for a month. If you're doing a show that you hate, then God, that's going to be pretty hard. Um, and also the audience can tell if you're not enjoying yourself or if you're not 100% confident with the, with the show. If there's a certain, like before we went up to Edinburgh when we were gigging around trying stuff out, if there was material that we weren't sure about ourselves as a group, the audience can sense that. And, you know, they won't laugh or they won't get on board with it. So, yeah, be confident in the show that you're doing. That's the most important thing. 
And this year you were performing at Latitude and one of the gigs that you did was the Monster Comedy Shed. So how was it performing for four people? Oh, it was it was absolutely fantastic, actually. It was probably our smallest ever audience. And in fact, the three of us couldn't fit into the shed at the same time. So we had to like do a sort of one in one out thing or like just shout things from the door. But it was so much fun. And the four people we had in were, were brilliant. They had a great time. Um, it was more of a sort of shared experience than us doing a show and people watching it, if you know what I mean. But yeah, it was great fun. And um, I think they're going to be taking the shed to, to different venues. So I'll be looking forward to that. That'd be good. Did you find it daunting being able to see every single person in your audience and being in such a, a small venue space. No, I actually love I love being able to make eye contact with my audience, being able to see them. I hate it when we're in a stage where we're sort of quite far away from the audience and there's bright lights, you can't see them. I much prefer to be able to make direct eye contact with every single person in the audience. I love that because you can, there's nowhere to hide for you or for them. <laughs> that sounds quite frightening for an audience member. Do you have any tips or advice for aspiring comics? Oh, uh, uh, do as many gigs as possible. Um, say yes to everything. Uh, yeah, just basically keep gigging and keep writing. Like I, I can't remember who it was. A famous comic said he he makes sure he writes something every day, even if it's rubbish, even if it's just his blog. Like make sure he writes something every day because you're only a writer if you're writing. And so you studied uh, drama and theatre arts at Middlesex University. Do you have any tips or advice for students? Oh, for students. Uh, stop worrying and enjoy yourself. Like, chill out. It's not like, oh, I shouldn't say it's not that important, but I stressed about everything when I was at university and I wish I'd just relaxed and enjoyed myself a lot more. And also try everything. It's, it's, it's a perfect, safe environment to try out loads of stuff. And, and don't worry about what you're going to do when you graduate. Just be there and absorb everything experience everything and yeah just have a good time that's what I would say 